You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Third part na tayo ng series natin, Promise Fulfilled, talking about the different songs of Christmas. And we'll look at ano yung basis nito, itong Heart the Herald, okay? Just look it out on your own, yung mga lyrics noon. It's based on this Christmas carol in the Bible that we will study. So I want for us to open your Bibles to Luke chapter 2, and we'll read from verses 9 to 14. Luke chapter 2, verses 9 to 14. It says in verse 9, An angel of the Lord appeared to them. Them means the shepherds. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was an, the angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom He is pleased. You know, when you look at the Christmas songs, especially these four weeks, okay? Only these four weeks of uh, this promise fulfilled. All the Christmas songs... Yeah, before these different people sang the song, an angel would be on the scene. Right? We started with uh, the Magnificat, right? With Mary. Remember, before she sang the Magnificat to magnify God, an angel, the angel Gabriel, visited her and then she composed and she sang and glorified God for her song. Last week, when Zechariah, before Zechariah okay, began to declare... The Benedictus, an angel visited him. Next week, ganun ren. Next, Simeon's song, right? Simeon's song is the same thing. There's going to be an angel. But what is unique with this song is that this song is not sung by humans, but this song is sung by the angels themselves. That makes it very unique. Because hindi na tao. Sila mismo, the angels did not just say a message and then people responded. They themselves delivered this song and they were responding to a particular event that was about to happen. Okay? And that's why this is one of the most unique songs that we will review in this series. Now let's try to see what's happening on the background. Why did they sing this song? So what happened was, there was an angel. One angel appeared to them. So the shepherds, you know, if you read the verses before, the shepherds were in the field, and then an angel appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. So just one angel. Now, you know, angels, angels are very special beings that God created. They are creatures. And so God created them to be superior than men. That's what the Bible says in Hebrews. God made man a little lower than the angels. Of course, as Christians, um, those that, uh, the church in union with Christ, of course, will rule and reign. Experientially, most of the church have not experienced this, but 
you know, in our standing, okay, in our position with Christ. Positionally, we are above angels, those who are Christians. But exper- experientially, in terms of power and authority, okay, hindi pa natin experience doon. That's why part of my, the ministry that we have is to let the church experience the power that is already available. Because these angels, you know, they have the power of God. They, have, they can travel, okay, and all of these things. They can teleport they, because they're spirit beings, Okay, they're not bound by space and time. Okay, and so, um, I mean, I don't want to digress and talk all about that, but there's something unique about them. That's why they sang this song. Okay, now what happened is when the angel appeared, when the angel appeared, you know the response of us usually when we see angels. Ngayon kasi we, we, we see angels like little babies with diapers, with a harp. With little wings, they're flying all over, right? And things like that, more cute angels. That's not the biblical understanding of what angels are. So angels are not cute little babies. They are powerful beings. They're, they're physically strong. They can destroy armies. They have superior intellect and knowledge. They have been here, you know, before the creation of the world. So they have observed man. They have observed the history of man, the fall of man. They have all, done all these things. They are messengers of God. They are spirit beings. And every time men, they would appear to men, the very first response would be great fear. You can look at that, at all the songs. When the angels would come, they would, the first message that they would say, fear not. Okay? Great fear. Eh? Great fear. That word great literally is mega. Okay? They had mega fear. When the angel appeared, they had mega fear. Maybe some of you here, you have mega fear because of certain things. Maybe because of your business. Maybe because you don't have trabaho or yung parents or whatever. You have mega fears for different reasons. But you know what? Something happened when the angel said, Fear not! You know, Fear not! For behold, I bring you good news of great joy. Instead of great fear, it becomes great joy. Instead of mega fear, angel said, Good news, you'll have mega joy. That's the ministry of Jesus. When He came here, He turned around our great fear into great joy. Of course, it's not a, it's a side message, but that's what Jesus came. You know, joy is so elusive nowadays. When you think about joy, Christmas is supposed to be a time of joy. I mean, especially as with children, we, want to, we love to receive gifts, right? And so we have gifts. But even receiving of those gifts can be so short-term, right? After a while, you know, my kids, my kids, pag na-receive nila toy, after a few days, sira na ibang toy, so short-lived lang, right? Or even the giving of gifts. I mean, we have programs, I mean, we give to bless and all of that, and we, tr- we teach our children, to, this is a time to give. So we let them focus on the giving aspect rather than the receiving. But even the joy of giving sometimes can be squashed. You know, pag binigay mo yung gift mo, and then, masasalabungin ka ng, thank you, I really 
love it. Pero, alam mo, half-baked and you don't really sense that, alam mo yun, and sometimes this, this can be uh, quenched. And so all of these, the joy that we associate with Christmas, the joy of giving and receiving, of course, there's joy there, but really, the joy that the angels were declaring was so much different. Okay, because this is a joy eternal. This is a joy that is okay, um, unending, unsurpassed joy, as the Bible declares. So, when Jesus came, the angels declared, because of this baby that's coming, I'm going to let you experience unsurpassing joy. And that's why it's important for us. Because the moment He said that, the scene shifts, becomes different. Instead of just one angel, the Bible describes there was a multitude of heavenly hosts. It says here, suddenly, there was a multitude of heavenly hosts right before them. Now the word suddenly means parang biglaan, but I would tend to think, okay, that's just me, it's really the cause of the excitement. For me, they're probably there, or, or because they're not bound by space and time. So parang sometimes we think that, okay, suddenly, but maybe they're there all along, and then somehow it was open to us, right? But that sense of suddenly is a sense of excitement. The angels were so excited. And that word host, the heavenly host, the host does not mean mga MC during Christmas party. You know, Pastor Dennis is a great host. Okay? It's a great MC. But that is not what the Bible is talking about. When the Bible describes host, especially heavenly host, it talks about an army. Host literally means an army. That's why our previous series in Malachi, okay, Malachi is the, the book which mentions or addresses God as the Lord of hosts. Hindi ibig sabihin siya pinahamagaling na host. The Lord of hosts. It's mentioned there more than any book in the Bible. The Malachi mentions or addresses God as the Lord of hosts 24 times. That means He's the Lord of the heavenly armies. And it says it's a multitude. Marami. A plethora. Literally, plethos. Plethora. Multitude of an army of angels. This is the description. So, pinakita. Pinakita. Ang dami. Ang dami angels. When the heavens were opened, nakita nila, wow, this is something amazing. Now, let me tell you why. Why do you think the angels were excited? Why do you think the angels were excited? Because, you know, this promise fulfilled is not just for us. The Bible says in Ephesians 3.10 and 1 Peter 1.12, the angels were longing, were trying to peer through time and space and waiting for the day, the plan of redemption to be unfolded. Hinihintay nila yung day nito. Because let me tell you, the angels were glorious beings. They would stand before God. They would minister as close to God and they would reflect the glory of God. That's why every time they would appear, parang yung some of the glory would bounce off, would reflect of them. Just like Moses, di ba? Because he was so intimate with God, nagre-reflect yung glory. The angels ministered every day for all eternity. That's why whenever they would appear, people 
would see the glory of God. People would even want to worship God. They thought the angels were God. So the angels were so close to God, they only knew the holiness of God. They knew the power of God, the omnipresence of God. They knew God, but only in one side. The angels never knew, never know what redemption is. The angels never knew or understood what, you know, what uh, forgiveness is, what grace is, what mercy is. They did not understand these things. That's why they were peering and understanding, saying, wow, finally, the second person in the Godhead is going to be veiled in humanity, as another Christmas song says. He's going to be veiled in human flesh. He submitted himself. He emptied himself. And so they were so, because they only knew Jesus Christ, the second person, as the creator of the heavens and the earth, holding the entire universe in the power of his word. And yet something is going to change. God the Father is going to gift wrap his son into a baby, into a seemingly helpless baby. But this baby is no ordinary baby because this baby is destined to change the entire history of man converges rather on this baby. That's why the angels were so excited. Wow, you know, observing how men fell and the promise of God to restore the relationship. This is it. This is the moment. Okay? And so that's why they were so excited. And so when they finally get, get, uh, went together, this heavenly chorus, they began to sing what we call as Gloria. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Right? Glory to God in the highest and peace to whom His favor will rest. Now, you see, Christ's birth, Christ's birth gave, or is an advent of three things. We see from this scripture, it's an advent, bridges three things. First, it bridges the highest and the earth. The heavens and the earth are bridged by the birth of Jesus Christ. Okay? The highest. Glory to God in the highest. See, Jesus Christ touches all, touches the entire creation, the entire universe, the heavens and the earth are going to be touched. That's why the angels who represented the highest, okay, who's there in the heavens. And then they were declaring, even on earth, Jesus Christ is going to touch. Not only that, but Jesus bridge, okay, God and man. Remember, the angels delivered good news. And in order for us to understand good news, we have to remember the bad news. God is a holy God. The angels, when they sinned, they experienced immediate judgment. There was no mercy. There was no grace. But for us, for you and for me, God has given us an opportunity to experience the grace, the mercy, and the forgiveness of God found only in Jesus Christ. Because apart from Jesus Christ, there is no mercy. There is no grace. There is no salvation. There is no other name 
to which you can go to, by which men can be saved. So, bridging between God and man. And finally, Jesus also was the, in other words, He brought glory to God, glory in the heavens, and peace on earth, on men. Glory and peace marks the birth of Jesus Christ. You see, all of us were created to bring glory to God. All of us, when the angels sang, everyone sang. There was no one who was, you know, kanina in worship. You know, worship is one of the things that I really, because it creates the culture, really. There's something that happens when we worship together. There's something that corporate worship does. That's in, that is the blessing of God is imparted that you cannot get. Of course, there's technology. You can listen to podcasts vid- or watch videocasts. But there's something that is imparted when there's corporate worship. And the angels, every single one, from the least to the greatest, all of them sang. There's something about that. Again, I don't want to digress, but hopefully we have a teaching and preaching on worship. That's why, I mean, raising of hands and all of these things, there is a purpose. There is a blessing for us as well. Anyway, I don't want to digress, but really, glory and peace. Glory and peace what Jesus Christ brought. When you talk about peace, peace means different things to different people. Right? To a soldier in Marawi, or in Mindanao right now, or in, in Syria or wherever, a soldier, peace means something else. Right? Na wala nang war. To a mother, who are mothers here? Okay? To a mother with a baby who is very colicky. May, may colic. Amen? You know? Peace means totally something else. May kabag. Okay? It's Tagalog. Yung colic means kinakabag. Okay? So, the mothers would agree. I mean, natadamay ako doon dahil ginigising rin ako ng asawa pang may colic. O ikaw naman. I mean, the child would not sleep until the air is removed. Peace means totally different. To children whose parents are always fighting, peace means totally something else. To a businessman whose business is going bankrupt, peace means totally something else. Now to the ladies, to every lady, to every woman out there, you know, peace means something else. All the ladies in the house, can you raise your hand? Raise your hand up high. Okay? All the ladies, raise your hand. And then, do this. (laughs) All the aspiring Miss Universe out there, peace means world peace. (laughs) I mean, peace means different things to different people. But all of these things, I mean, is there, uh, when we think about it, when you, when you say peace, usually it, 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 uh, it's an end of something. It ends something. It means an end of war, an end of infighting, or an end of baby crying, right? Or an end of you know, financial worries, right? Or, I mean, different things. And sometimes you think, look, if I have peace, then that means all of this will stop. Is it really possible? 
nawala ng war at this point in time? Well, maybe not because wars will continue. That's what Jesus says. As long as we are in the earth, there will be wars, rumors of wars. Your baby, Webindo, mawala yung air. Magkakaroon ng kabag yan. Iiyak yan. And fights, you know, or ang doon, um, loud, loud arguments, loud conversations between husband and wives <laughs> will always be there. Concerns and different things. So there's a peace that the angels were declaring that it's not the absence, it's not the absence of these conflicts or wars or problems, but it's the something that God imparts to us that allows you to go through these things. Right? A peace that lets you overcome, that lets you go through these things and not be worried. That's the kind of peace that Jesus Christ brings. And so, when Jesus came, He imparted a complete peace that transcends all of these circumstances. It's so complete. This kind of peace is given and imparted to us in three ways. First, it's a peace from our past. Say that with me, peace from our past. A lot of times, people okay, are bothered by the past. The things that they have done, that they are ashamed of, guilty of, and sometimes it haunts you. Binabalakin, binabalakin ka, right? For those who have, you know, bad breakups, okay? Traumatic experiences with relationships. Kala mo okay ka na until you hear a familiar song. Or dumaan ka sa favorite restaurant niyo dati. And it all floods back to your soul. And you remember the hurt just as if it was yesterday. Right? Hindi ka naka, walang closure? Hindi naka move on? <laughs> A lot of times we think that time will heal all wounds. That is not true. Time will not heal all wounds. Jesus will heal all wounds. It just allows you to sweep it under the rug. But where are trigger points, it becomes a cycle. Uulit lang yan. And remember, and the wound will feel as fresh as it was the day you experienced it. When it's not settled. When it's not settled, you have to learn to move on properly. Bring proper closure. Because if you do not settle your past, you will settle in your past. Uulit lang yan. I mean, countless counseling and all of these things. Uulit lang yan if you don't learn to settle it right. Settle it right. The only way to really resolve this is to give it to Him, is to surrender, is to yield to Him. Allow Him to blot it out and bring closure to it. Whatever it is, whatever guilt, shame, it's the forgiveness of God. When Jesus Christ comes in, I mean, my wife just had yesterday, did counseling and inner healing, and 
It's something that, you know, you have, you have to allow God in the picture. That's the only way. You have to allow God to be in the picture. Let God, the forgiveness of God is so complete, allows you to move on. A lot of people cannot forgive themselves because of what you've done. The blood of Christ washes your sin as white as snow. His forgiveness is so complete, He does not remember your sin anymore. That's what Isaiah 43, 25. What does it say? I am He who blots out your sin or your transgressions for my own sake and I will not remember your sins or I will remember your sins no more. Wow. Sometimes between husband and wife, but you, you, you hear that, that you know, my wife or me become but sometimes it cannot be just hysterical but historical but with God it's so, something totally different this, I remember this story between uh, this pastor who you know um, he, he found out that there was a, a prophet who gained a reputation to be very very accurate so he invited this prophet to his church to preach and to minister. And so the prophet came and ministered, preached the word. And after the preaching of the word, he began to give uh, prophetic words to some leaders. And then he prophesied to the pastor about what was happening in the, to them as a couple, as a family, okay, what happened in the past, what's happening, and what God has in store for them in the future. And so he was so encouraged. The same thing with the wife, Wow, they were, so, they were so on fire for God. So the prophet left and a couple of months later, they found out that the prophet was coming back to the town again. And so this time, the, the pastor invited two other couple past, uh, pastors and their wives. So the pastor, a prophet preached and then after that, he began to minister and prophesy to the second pastor and his wife. So, ganun rin about the past, present, the future. So, they were so on fire also. And then, third pastor, he began to prophesy. And same thing, so accurate about details and all of these things. And finally, yung, yung wife ng third pastor, he began, to, he began to prophesy to her. Began to declare and things about some details in the past. And in the middle of prophesying, the prophet stopped in the middle. And he said, there was a great sin in your past. And so the wife was stunned and she put her hands on her face, fearing the worst. Oh no, irireveal na yung ng prophet, yung ginawa kong kasalanan na masama. Oh no! And so, the whole congregation was silent. They were on the edge of their seats. And the prophet said, and I asked the Lord, Lord, what is that great sin that she committed? And the Lord said, and the crowd began to, and the Lord said, I do not remember. The wife was plagued with guilt all her life, even though God had forgiven her. She was imprisoned by things in her past. But even in those prisons, God was reaching out, freeing her from the darkest pits and the vilest of shame and guilt that she was dealing with. Let me tell you, 
There is nothing that can keep you from the love and the forgiveness of God if you allow Him. A peace from your past provided in Jesus Christ. But not only that, God through Jesus Christ, the peace not only from our past, but peace for the present. Say that to me, peace for the present. You know, I guess nowadays we are bombarded with promises that, you know, if you invest in this, you'll get financial peace, right? Or, you know, uh, I mean, depression is one of the things that we battle in this society. In fact, there's one of the things we'll, um, I'm dealing and, you know, I'm trying, not, not not dealing, but we're trying to discern the spirit. I mean, we're having an inroads there, but, you know, maybe one of these days we'll have a preaching on that. Anyway, depression, di ba? Drugs ka agad. I mean, this Prozac and other things. I mean, but that's, all of that is short-lived. All of that is temporary as well. All of us needs the peace, okay? The peace that transcends this. A peace. The peace of God in the midst of this. God doesn't promise us you know, that we will have up any challenges, but God promised us that we can have peace over and in spite of these challenges. Pwede tayo magkaroon ng peace in spite of the traffic. In fact, for me, yun yung greatest, ano ko, hindi world peace, pero peace during traffic, okay? <laughs> of course, that's one way that God perfects us, right? Gives us more patience. But there's conflicts at home, at school, in your office, in your finances, let me tell you, there's a peace that God wants to impart. In fact, Isaiah gives uh, it to us in Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, when he says, you keep him and her in perfect peace. Say that, perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. God can give you perfect peace as long as your mind is stayed on Him and not on your problems, not on that bill, not on that tuition fee, not on that failed relationship. Keep your mind stayed on Him. Keep your eyes on Jesus Christ, the author and perfecter of your faith. He will give you that perfect perfect peace. Amen? Peace from our past, peace for the present, and of course, ano pa yung Peace for the future. <laughs> That's why it's so complete. The past, present, and future converged in Christ. You know, when you talk about peace for the future, a lot of our anxieties and worries are about the future. Right? It's about the future, about things that has not yet happened. Lords, paano mangyayari? Paano pag nakasakit yung anak ko? Paano kung magka-cancer ako? Paano kung yung business ko mag-call? I mean, it's something that has not yet happened. And it robs us of the peace. It robs us of being joyful. It robs even sometimes of our relationship with God. That's why Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough problems of its own. Right? Or as a wise, a wise man once said, yesterday is, is history. 
tomorrow is a mystery. Today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. Hindi ko lalo yung wise man na yun? <laughs> si Ugwe. <laughs> Sorry, Kung Fu Panda. I mean, pwede namang erase na. But <laughs> Sorry about that. But the Bible says, <laughs> the peace of God is so complete. But the worries, a lot of times, and in fact, I reminded that, you know, when Jesus was crucified, He was crucified between two thieves, remember? Okay? And today, there are two thieves surrounding us that try to steal the joy, try to steal the peace of God. You know what those two thieves are? The regrets of yesterday and the worries of tomorrow. That's why we have to focus on Christ at the cross, in the middle. If you do not want the enemy to steal from you. That's why Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything. About anything. But in some things. No, but in everything. By prayer and supplication. Okay? It says here in everything. Baka inisip nyo, only small things lang. I can give, I can pray to God, but the big things, I don't know if He will answer or listen to me. No. But in everything, make your requests known to God. By prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And what? The peace of God, which surpasses, which overcomes, which will surpass, which will be over. Okay? All understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It will guard your hearts and your minds. Whether you're facing that mountain, whether you're facing a giant today, you go to God. You go to God. In fact, as I was worshipping, God just gave me a picture of some of you here. There are a few of you, not many, but a few of you, you feel like you are in a quicksand. You feel like everything's you're falling quickly. The more you struggle, the more everything's collapsing. The more everything is fading. The more you're drowning in that quicksand. But the Lord, the word of the Lord for you is the only way for you to get out of the quicksand is stop struggling. When you don't struggle, you will not be sucked in under, right? You just need to surrender and let God pull you out of that. Let me tell you, God wants to impart a peace. The problems will still be there, but when you have the peace of God, God will give you a way out. God will give you a way out of that that will reveal His glory and bestow His peace. Let me tell you, let me share this last story as I end, as I close. Uh, there's a, one of our victory group leaders, someone invited her, okay, to be part of a victory group. She's actually a single mom at that time. Single mom, had uh, three children, uh, four children rather, and so they were, I mean, she was, for a long time, the, the husband has abandoned the family. So ha- hasn't seen the husband for a long time. And so when she joined the, prayer, the victory group, that's why let me tell you, if you don't have a victory group, 
please join one. Please join a victory group, a small group. And so what happened, so after the lesson, prayer, prayer requests, like what we read, yeah? let your request me. So what's your prayer request? Well, I haven't, I haven't uh, talked to my, and seen my husband. The children really need to at least talk to, her, to him or him to talk to them. And so my prayer request, it's, he, he would somehow show up and talk to us and you know, reconcile. Years, 10 years or more. And so the prayer of the group, this is their prayer. Lord, give him no peace and no rest until he makes peace with his wife and family. Okay. That was their prayer. You know what happened? The week after, or two weeks after, there was a knock on their door. And when they opened it, it was the husband, it was a dad. You know what he said? You know what? Parang hindi ako makatulog the past few days eh. And then I remembered what's sa pamilya ko. And so he came and then with that invited him to join the small group. Got saved. The entire family got saved. They're both leaders, victory group leaders in the church serving God today. Let me tell you, there's a peace that God wants to impart. Despite what you think, Christmas is a time when God wants to break through even what we think is impossible. Because Jesus came to reveal God's glory and to bestow God's peace. Amen? Now let me tell you, God's peace doesn't come to everyone. The Bible says, the angels declared, Peace comes to whom His favor rests. And if you are here today and you don't have the peace of God, it's probably possible that you don't have peace with God. That's a starting point. You have to have peace with God. That's why the Bible says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. For now is the day of the Lord's favor. Now is the day of God's salvation. If you are here, it means God's favor is upon you and He wants to grant you peace. But you need to surrender and say, Lord, here I am. Because just like that man, that husband, you will not have peace till you have peace with God and with others. And before I pray, ano application sa atin? You know, the angels, the angels and us have one, the same, something similar. We were both created to bring glory to God. Glory to God in the highest. Tyrant, how we live our lives through our worship, through serving others, through our giving. Every area of our lives is meant to bring glory to God. But there's one thing that differentiates us from the angels. God has given us the gospel of peace to share to others. The angels don't have that. They don't understand peace. They're a warring creatures. They told us there's going to be peace on earth, but we have been given the message of the gospel. 
That's why, summarize, di ba? Honor God and make disciples. That's for us. That's the message that the angels declared. And that's what we want all of you to do. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph slash resources slash podcasts.